Hey there, this is Andrew bringing you a Keyforge rules update summary. Not bringing you the rules exactly because FFG did that. Uh, I'm just going to go over the new additions and changes in the rulebook that we got released uh, just a couple days, a few days ago. Now it's a little funny, the rulebook is dated March 2021, but in actuality, it came out uh, in May, just again, a couple days before I'm recording this. And uh, I, I saw somebody was kind of shocked by this, but I mean, it makes sense given the issues FFG has had getting this shipped everywhere, getting this the Dark Tiding set shipped everywhere. So I don't really understand their decision to wait to release th these rules until now when the set was available in other parts of the world. I, if, if it were up to me, I might have just uh, released these early um, once anybody could get the set. So that seems a little odd. The French version was out too, and anyway, but here we are. So we're going to have some updates and changes. We're going to have some new rules added. We're going to have some updated card ability rules, an updated FAQ, and some new errata. But not uh, no changes happening early here. So that's a good sign. Like things are pretty stable. And I'll just tell you ahead of time, the changes that we're going to see are not very dramatic. So uh, you can tune out right now if you don't care. But uh, it, it won't be a long video either because there's just not that much. I did notice a weird typo or a mistake here on page nine. It says attacker, attacker, attacking. It is in the glossary. See fight unfathomable on page 2712. I think this was supposed to say see fight on page 12. And this other part got added in by accident. Uh, fight is actually on page 11 now anyway. So, oops. It's okay. And in fact, the this references, uh, oh no, this says seed bonus icons on page 10. They are on page 10. So some of these are right, some of these are wrong. Something went wrong there. Not a big deal. Oh look, this says seed bonus icons on page nine, but it's on page 10. So there's just some mistakes there. I can see how those mistakes would be made. It's very reasonable. And the fight instructions are on page 11. Fight with is on page 12. Okay, so on to actual... See, we're pretty deep now. We're on page 14, and this is our first red text. So really nothing changing prior to that. Um, and we have here the list of counter types. These are extra counters that aren't really part of the core rules that are referenced by cards. I believe each of these has a single card that uses this type of counter. So they really are one-offs. That's why FFG does not have an official version of them. Uh, and you can use anything you want to represent them as long as it's clear what's going on. So the new ones are Awakening, Depth, Ignorance, and Knowledge. So, and I believe Ignorance and Knowledge are both from Eclectic Ambrosius. It just depends on whether you have the normal or evil twin version. Depth is from Kilogog's Trench, and Awakening is from the Effigy 
I forget the whole card name. Anyway, but same deal as before. If you need those kind of counters because a card references them, uh, just use anything you want. That As long as it's clear what's going on, it's fine. All right, now we have on page 15 a new section on reference cards. It says that reference cards are included in Keyforge Archon decks to convey helpful information to players. These cards should be kept near the play area where either player can review them. Reference cards never enter play and are not controlled by either player. Here is a list of all current reference cards. Identity cards for each Archon deck, we've always had those. Tide cards included with Dark Tidings Archon decks for the purposes of tracking whether the tide is high or low. And quick reference cards to explain the keywords and game terms used in the cards in an Archon deck, uh, which in Dark Tidings are on the back of the Tide card. So um, one thing that's not totally clear yet is how strict FFG is going to be on having your Tide card and your reference card available. Um, we know you need to have your, uh, your identity card in order to scan in. That's always been the case. If you lose your identity card, you do not get to use that deck in an event. But uh, is the same thing going to be true for the Tide? I hope not because they seem to be very easy to lose. I have on my to-do list to create a Tide tracker that I use and don't use the Tide card from the deck because uh, and just keep that in the card bag or in in, um, in the same sleeve with the identity card, one of those, just to avoid ever having it separate so I don't lose it. But I don't know how strict FFG is going to be on that. I would just say do make sure you keep your Tide cards. It's, I think better safe than sorry for now. All right, next is some clarification on search. Uh, there is already a section on search, but what's been added is after a player searches a hidden game area for a card with specified characteristics, they must reveal that card. So if it says search for a blah, 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 and it does not say reveal it, if the area you searched was a hidden area, then you have to reveal the card. Uh, the thing this prevents is, like, let's say an effect said, search for a card, search for a creature with amber and add it to your hand. Or not with amber, search for a creature with armor and add it to your hand. Um, let's say you already have a creature with armor in your hand. You could search your deck not for the creature with armor, but for some other card that you really want to have. Put it in your hand. How does the opponent know whether you obeyed the rules finding a creature with armor or did something different well hopefully you would do the right thing and follow the rules but adding that you have to reveal it at that point just makes it so that you it, it it'd be very obvious if you're trying to cheat so that's good it just it's better if there are not opportunities to cheat so um what is a hidden game area uh, does it have a list? I think there are there is a list, but um, hidden areas would include hidden areas would be your deck, your hand, and your archives. Uh, purged is not hidden, and your discard pile is not hidden. Although, if you're taking a card out of your discard pile, you should be saying what it is. 
So, so there's just no question there. So basically, if you search and get a card, you, your opponent gets to know what it is. That's important. All right. And then it says, while a game area or a part of a game area is being searched, the, arc, the cards being searched are kept in the same order and are considered to still be in that game area. It's also important to note, it says with specified characteristics. So um, let's say you use a card like Orb of Wonder that just says get any card you want. Well, at that point, you don't need to show it. It's fine. But if you're saying, if you're using um, uh, Higgs and Gross, you, you would have to reveal, right? The play effect searches for the other one, you would have to reveal that. Okay. Because it is using specific characteristics. All right, then there's rules about the tide. At the start of each game, the tide is neutral, neither low nor neither high nor low. When either player raises the tide, the tide becomes high for them and low for their opponent. If the tide is already high for a player, they cannot raise the tide. During the active player's turn, they may use the ability Omni raise the tide, gain three chains. This ability is granted by the game rules and not by a card ability. Unlike most Omni abilities, this ability does not require a player to exhaust any card. A player can use this ability any number of times in a turn. Although, typically, you use it and then uh, the tide is high, so you, you couldn't raise it again. Um, oh, that's not true because it doesn't say Omni raise the tide if you do gain three chains. So if you want to gain 24 chains, you can just do it. Okay. And that could matter for things like um, Gambling Den. Each Dark Tidings Archon deck comes with a Tide reference card to help players track whether the Tide is high or low for them and serve as a reminder that they have access to the Omni ability to raise the Tide. This card is only for reference and never counts as a card in play or under a player's control. When a card effect instructs a player to raise the tide, they should rotate the tide reference card so that the side labeled high tide is facing them and the side labeled low tide is facing their opponent. Card abilities that refer to the tide are indicated by a little, a cute little icon. Um, that's interesting. So it's, Apparently, you could still use that Omni ability to gain three chains even if the tide is already high. I don't, I don't love that. We'll see. Okay, so but that is so that's it for the rules. There is, I think, some additional errata and FAQ that I'll scroll down to. There is a whole new page of lore on the fishies, so that's pretty cool. And um. Yeah, so the, the only, uh, there's a an edit to the errata here on Incubation Chamber. It says that Incubation Chamber should read Omni, you may reveal a Mars creature from your hand if you do archive it. Seems like a minor change, but glad they're keeping things clean. And then on the FAQ entry about Fish and Bloom, they changed it to say, if I use Fish and Bloom's action ability, uh, I'm not sure. I didn't check what it said before, but I guess it says if I use, if I action Fish and Bloom or something like that. Um, 
anyway, if I use Fish and Bloom's action ability, so it doesn't change substantially what is in that FAQ entry. Then we have a two new FAQ entries for Lightsmith Clariel. If Lightsmith Clariel uses its armor to prevent two damage, and then in the same turn I trigger its before fight ability, will it be destroyed? So Lightsmith Clariel uh, has before fight, it, it has its power set uh, to its armor value, right? I think. Um, and the answer is no, it won't be destroyed because uh, its power will become its total armor value. So even if some of the armor has already been spent, uh, been used to prevent damage, the armor is still there. It just is spent this turn. So it would not have zero power. Uh, no Lightsmith Clary will not be destroyed. Lightsmith Clarial's power will become its total armor value, its printed armor, plus any effects that change its armor, even if that armor has been used to prevent damage already. So after the switch, it will have two power. And then next one says, if the upgrade with the text, this creature gets plus two armor, is attached to the Lightsmith Clarial, and I trigger its before fight ability, will it become four power five armor or two power seven armor? And the answer is it'll become four power five armor because its power will become its total armor value, which in this case is four, two printed and plus two from the upgrade. Um, oh, I, yeah, I think it's before fight, during the fight, its armor and power are switched. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, yeah, so there you go. The added armor counts in and spent armor also counts. And then uh, about the Chosen One, my opponent has the Chosen One with eight damage on it. So the Chosen One says, when your opponent would ready cards, uh, instead, don't, uh, don't ready them. And for each card that doesn't ready, you deal one damage to the Chosen One. So uh, so with eight, and it's a nine power. So with eight damage, it's about to die. During my ready card step, I have four exhausted creatures. Since I since one damage will destroy the chosen one, can I ready my other three exhausted creatures? And no, all the damage dealt to the chosen one is dealt simultaneously in this case, so you ready no creatures. So you have four creatures, you don't ready any of them, and then you count to four, because you had four creatures, you deal four damage to the chosen one. It now has 13 damage, and it dies. Or 12 damage, rather. Um, all right. Yeah, so it's dealt 4 damage, it's destroyed, and all excess damage to it is ignored. I don't think there is any excess damage here. Uh, oh, I was just saying the fact that it's super dead does not make it, doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just dead. Uh, okay, Tide. If I play Cross Porpoises when the Tide is already high, can I trigger Hydro Cataloger? So Cross Porpoises just says raise the Tide. That has another effect too, but it says raise the Tide. It's not conditional. Hydro Cataloger says uh, when a player raises the Tide, they archive the top card of the deck. So the question is, if I Tide is already high, I play Cross Porpoises, do I trigger the after you raise the Tide effect? And uh, no. You cannot raise the tide if it's already high for you. So effects like Hydro Cataloger will not trigger off of the raise the tide effect while the tide is already high for you. Because you try to raise the tide, 
you cannot raise the tide because it is already raised and so the effects do not trigger. Last FAQ entry, and this is the last thing actually, uh, if I deal enough damage to destroy my opponent's Venator or Altum when the tide is high for me, would he be exalted before being destroyed so that I can get one Amber? So um, Venator Altum is seven power, two armor, and when he takes damage, if the tide is low or his controller, uh, you exalt him. But here, he has to survive the damage. So, And actually, Hard Simpson has a very similar effect, but it has text in parentheses that says he must survive the damage to steal one way or the other. Venator Altum is the same exact trigger point. Um, and yeah, and no, Venator Altum will be destroyed before being exalted, so you would get no Amber. Okay, that is what I would have guessed. And that is it. There is nothing, no changes on the timing chart. That's nice. Um, again, there are some questions out there that maybe will get answered in the future. Um, it would be nice if they did like a, you know, quarterly world update, uh, did that a little more frequently. I'd be very happy with that. Um, although I know the, the devs sometimes will just answer things informally, uh, here and there as they come up. So that is it for the new rules and rules changes for dark tidings in English. And uh, I hope that helped and that you will get out there and forge some keys.